How you feeling, Chris? This is this is uh, finally a new sh- Star Wars show. I'm all For over the both of us. This. Right? It's so exciting. We have. It feels like we've waited so long, but in reality, for the whole Star Wars continuity, we've waited very short time. It's so fun, honestly. And this is like, as we talked last time with the Mandalorian, how much we love that world. This is like, this is the world that I want to be in. It's so great, honestly. But uh, it's, I don't know. Like I feel like we have graduated from a certain level of star wars fandom and now we're all just spoiled children that want so much more and more and more and will never be satisfied there's nothing wrong with having high standards yes but maybe i don't know it's like if if dave filoni in this metaphor is my father and raising raising us all children up into the up into being star wars adults which will never become okay i feel like we're all just spoiled children he's spoiling us well, not complaining, but <laughs> spoiling us. <laughs> All said, I'm happy. It, it's a good place to be, honestly. I've watched this episode twice now already. Yeah. I still don't know what I feel about it. It's very it's very different from what I thought it was going to be, honestly. Well, we will uh, process those feelings together. Yep, that's what we're here for. Yeah. And for you listeners, just uh, for clarification, we are today going to be talking about the first episode of the first season, the premiere of the book of boba fett stranger in a strange land directed by robert rodriguez yeah so happy about that it's amazing honestly so the show opens with a series of flashbacks as we see present day boba recovering and sleeping in a back to tank we see how he escapes from the sarlacc pit and falls unconscious in the tatooine desert sand after being robbed by jawas he is captured by the tuscan raiders and brought back to camp from which he cannot escape. In the present day, Boba is woken up by Fennec Shand, and they hold court to accept a series of tributes from people in Mos Espa. In this sequence, conflict, or a, quote, misunderstanding, arises with a representative from the mayor of Mos Espa, and two Gamorrean guards join his ranks. Later on a trip to Mos Espa visiting vassals, Boba and Fennec are ambushed by a mysterious group of assassins and narrowly escape, while Fennec captures one alive. Boba gets rushed back to the Bacta tank, and we are transported to new flashbacks. While digging for water gourds with his fellow captive of the Tusken Raiders, a vicious creature is awoken and goes on a killing spree. Boba manages to kill the beast while saving his young Tusken guard. They return to the village in triumph. Well, that's a very apt summary. I did my best. (laughs) it's so much easier now that we only have to do one episode not not it's great i love it seven or eight i'm very excited for this future of serially hooked honestly (laughs) me too because editing will be so much easier and watching too so the thing that i didn't expect at all were the flashbacks i'm not sure i'm happy about them i love i love so okay low-key i love how much we get to know about the tuscan raiders in mandalorian and here too I love it so much, but I don't know. I was just hoping we'd see present day Boba in all his glory. Um, so that kind of threw me off guard a little bit. Yeah, I guess if I had to summarize my reaction to this episode of television, I'm just like, meh, good mm-hmm. and bad. Yeah. And it's really not the show yet in my mind. Mm-hmm. So 
We had an episode of exposition. Let's see where we go from here. Yeah, but isn't this just seven episodes and possibly a one-off? That's like, if you have one episode of exposition, that's kind of weird. Especially because, I, I mean, I know not everybody knows who Boba Fett is, but everybody who watches this show should know who Boba Fett is. So you don't really need the flashbacks in the beginning. I love the Tuscan Raider stuff, as I said, but again, is that... Like, is is that necessary? I don't know. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. Just, like, in terms of atmosphere, this this episode ruled so hard. Like, the music, the visuals. Anyway, I love Boba's theme. It's so good. Yeah, who did the score for this? Do you know? I didn't catch. I only saw that there. I thought that it was Ludwig Göransson again, but in the credits it only said, like, building on songs or themes and uh by Ludwig Göransson so I didn't catch it. Ah, okay. Well, yes, you're right. I think the scene of this entire episode was gorgeous. I think it's also in my mind the only show that should be set on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Tatooine anymore with other people. Yeah. Honestly, maybe Obi-Wan, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of that it must be with him. But also it, it uh, in the very beginning I was reminded oh Boba probably doesn't have a lot of like positive feelings towards Obi-Wan given his history with Jedi and you know especially on Kamino. Exactly. I kind of forgot exactly. about that. <laughs> I thought it was all about Mace for me with with Boba, but of course he knows Obi-Wan as well, so that might be very interesting. Yeah, he just has a hatred for all the Jedi, I feel. Yeah. Right? I mean, and we can you we blame do him? get the we do get the arc in the Clone Wars where he does try to assassinate Mace Windu and but I think that hatred does extend to the general Jedi and it is Obi-Wan who is the first Jedi he does see so it's mm. an interesting background there I wonder if they'll come into contact that's an interesting yeah. scenario because we, we were debating about that last time and I distinctly remember when we talked about it, I thought like they would work together just because I like both characters. So of course they would work together, but I don't think so. Like at least from Boba's point of view, he might harbor some hostility. I think this might be in this episode, the beginning of, I you maybe correct me if I'm wrong, the coolest or one of the coolest depictions of Tatooine as a whole. Mm-hmm. Where the the vast sands, the scorching sun, just the layers of the communities that come in and out are and are part of the ecosystem that makes Tatooine Tatooine. It's so cool. I just love seeing this version of Tatooine is amazing to see, and I want to stay in this world. Yeah, absolutely, and I think we will. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, really like the uh, Mos Espen uh, sequence as well. That was great. Yeah, it's cool because I had only really thought of Moss Eisley in Tatooine. So it's cool to see an actual burgeoning city with Moss Espa. But I wonder what will happen there, especially because it does seem to be a complex society mm-hmm. and with strict rules and regulations and how that adjusts and how they adjust to it will be fascinating. There was, there's definitely some conflict coming up, obviously. I love the uh, little tribute scene and <laughs> Boba's, uh, Boba's line, I'm the crime lord, he should pay me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was, there were like two or three lines like that that were just so dry, but I loved it. And um, 
obviously with the representative of the mayor there's some conflict coming up i think very well acted by the uh, by the whoever played that emissary i thought like well done <laughs> um i hate i hate so much that they refer to the lords as daimyos yes so what ridiculous why it makes no sense I know, ah. right? <laughs> it's like an actual word an actual historical thing and why would you do that i mean you can guess you can take things from like kurosawa's movies and everything but don't call them daimyos that's a thing that actually happened yeah it's not great honestly it makes me so angry mm. yeah what did you think of the Gamorgan guards I love them. <laughs> I thought they were a lot cooler than what we had seen in the movies and yeah. in the past. So I think they're also just more r realistic in the way that they look too. They don't look like little, I don't know, green mothballs and walking mm -hmm. around, but they actually look like fierce guards. I'm, I'd be interested to see, like I knew immediately as soon as they did the introduction that they were going to be part of, they're going to join Boba. That's just like for yeah. a given. But I, I like that they they are I'm, 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 let me say this i am extremely invested in the lives of those two gamorian guards <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is which is a novel concept for sure in star wars um but yeah i agree i really like them as well you you can see them fading in the background when they're in moss espen when they're leaving the the place the casino or whatever it was and that was kind of convenient for what came next with the ambush but still they saved the day and that was pretty nice yeah i mean that's what loyalty breeds loyalty mm -hmm. breeds success very quickly yeah 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 but you alluded to i think my favorite thing and i think your favorite thing from this entire episode and that's the tuscan raiders yes it's just so cool i just i'm eternally fascinated by the tuscan raiders and it's mm -hmm. i like how they're really delving into it with every single show they tease it at the beginning of season two when they of mandalorian where they had uh Mando communicating with them and bargaining and having this and fighting the what was the name of that big slug monster the the dune worm the kite dragon thank you very much that <laughs> 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 um but I, I really like seeing the layers of it where the, the the different regalia that they wear the costumes the communication methods it's all really cool mm. it's really well done and how also they even treat their slaves or their their yeah i guess they're just slaves right mm. so or their captives so it's a very fascinating community yeah absolutely and i i would honestly just i mean i i love that we get glimpses of them maybe there's there's like a mini docu-series about the tusky raiders or something uh i think we'll get a lot of them in this show honestly yeah, and that will probably, whatever we see in the flashbacks will probably pay off big time at some point. Yeah, yeah. And I think, well, it's really interesting because I didn't notice this and maybe, well, I noticed this, but I didn't think about it until now where, so in, I forget what episode number it was, in season two of The Mandalorian where the tragedy where... Um, episode 13. Thank you very much. Uh, where was his name? Grogu. There we go. When Grogu gets captured, uh, Boba comes in and he's w he's using a staff from the Tusken Raiders as a, as a weapon, right? And it's really cool. So you can kind of see where his journey and arc is going to go with the Tusken Raiders, potentially. I mean, you can imagine that he's going to either win their success or just kill all of them and keep one as a memento. I think it's the former. But 
it's I think, and I could be wrong, that the Tuscan Raider that he dueled in his a- attempt to escape had the same staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're they lo- it looked exactly the same, and I don't know if there are a dime a dozen and they all look the same, or is that his specific one? But that's a cool little Easter egg, and I'm wondering how that's going to move going forward. Yeah, is that is there going to be another duel? Are they going to like is that like an honorary gift when he leaves or whatever? So that's that's fascinating to think about what's coming up yeah i think just getting more into the world of tuscan raiders and this actually might be low-key the tuscan raider show that you want it might be right? really heavy <laughs> tuscan raider yeah yeah it's yeah. so good it it really is and i'm still i'm still still can't make up my mind whether they are like very homogenous or whether they're like all different kinds of people and they're wearing the like these masks i still don't know <laughs> I guess we might find out one we day. We might find out, yeah. But it's crazy how they can drink through those masks. I was surprised when I saw the village elder or village ruler, I guess, mm. drink. He looked a little bit like a like a high priest or something. Interesting. Like, there there was like something something distinctly shamanic about him, I thought. Yeah. Or about them. Was it you who um said that they reminded you of the Fremen? Yes. I said that last yeah? episode, yeah. Yeah. It's Really, the more that I think about it, it kind of makes more and more sense. Right? <laughs> and I right? could see the through line of Lucas being inspired uh, by Dune. You know, it's like a desert planet uh, and there are the indigenous population who have these de- like a very specific sort of garment that to protect them from the from the from nature, basically, and all of that. So that would make a lot of sense. And they're all fierce warriors, et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> one of these things you need to know about Dune to see the connection there. That's so cool. That's really interesting to see. Mm. So I wonder if we'll get more. And will he get his own suit one day? Mm, yeah, Oba. that's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, I love it. But sadly, we can't love everything about this episode. No. And there and are don't. a few things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For me, I think the biggest frustration was that it was just too much exposition. I just mm. didn't, the the flashbacks didn't sit well with me. I wish they were more integrated into the show. I wish his, I wish we just got straight into it, and then yeah, yeah, later on you can incorporate a flashback or two. Honestly, honestly, I this is a this is maybe a blasphemous thing to say, but I really didn't like they showed the Sarlacc pit. Hmm. Fans have been clamoring for this forever, but I always thought it was one of those things that was better never shown because it's so it's so wrapped in mystery and how it works and what the Sarlacc pit is exactly and what's inside of it and how you're actually going to feel the whatever Jabba says, the pain of torture for a thousand years or something. And I really, really wish that they didn't actually it just it seems so easy to escape, honestly. It just well, you need a little flamethrower. Fine. Well, ask the stormtrooper. That's not easy yeah. for them. Good but, point. Yeah, I totally get your point. I 100% agree. I think that could, should have been left to the imagination of everyone. Um, but I think we might get that more and more the more Star Wars shows we have. That things that should have been left to the imagination, the creatives cannot, they can't resist the temptation of not showing something like that, you know? Yeah, it's like the Kessel Run. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. One. Yeah, exactly. 
The Kessel Run, though, I kind of get because there is the controversy around the Parsec comment yeah. and like, oh, was it a typo? Obviously, it was just a misunderstanding. <laughs> but Yeah, George Lucas doesn't know physics. but uh, Exactly. But it's but like... I, there is this interpretation that I really like where that that is kind of a test that uh, Han... Uh, has for for Obi Wan whether whether he knows what he's talking about, and so he he um, purposefully gives the wrong like gives the wrong in, uh, piece of information. That's obviously a huge retcon and giving George Lucas the benefit of the doubt. But um, and I I think yeah, it's probably he uh, he just messed it up a little bit. But I I like that retcon, you know. Yeah, it's cool. I like that one a lot, actually. Because there is also, you can see it, that Obi-Wan gives Han like a knowing glance when he says that. I Yeah, I already said a lot of things that I didn't really like. Um, the flashbacks, I think, yeah, generally the pacing is too slow. The fight scenes were, like, the, the, the ambush was great. The parkour part was way too long. And uh, the fight with that desert monster, that was just weird. Yeah, the desert monster was just... I mean, it was even constructed weirdly, honestly. Right. How it looked, how it walked and moved, and how it just killed them and something so easily, and then just would like hang Boba up and and just not actually touch him. It's just like this weird mechanics of the fight there. That was a very, it was very rigidly done. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that a lot. I like the parkour scene. Um, I'm fine with those kinds of chase scenes. It's whatever. It's especially compared to the rest of the show where it is very slow and methodical. Um, and it, I don't know, but that's just me. And also more Fennec, the better. Please just show off. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just uh, like cut like five to 10 seconds and I'm fine. I'm totally fine <laughs> with it. Um, <laughs> I know it's very, it's a very small thing, but um, yeah. But yeah. overall, I did like the... Um, the ambush in the street. I thought that I thought that was well done. But mm -hmm. I just I just wish we had more of the show itself and not these flashbacks. This just seemed like a bunch of flashbacks that are kind of unnecessary. Well, maybe the Tuscan Raider stuff will become necessary, but it's nice to know that uh, some of the things were unnecessary, and then eh, a little bit of the show itself. Honestly. I mean, if the Tuscan Raider stuff does not become necessary, then I will be like retroactively very angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did get the Tuscan Raider stuff at period, so that is not the end of the world. I still don't mind it, but it just has less of a point for sure. Uh, and one thing that I found very bold by the show creators and not a great idea is you're going to start this show with two shots from the prequels really mm -hmm. like that's mm -hmm. what you're going with like not a good move honestly i saw that as well and i was i when i saw the first shot of camino camino i was like okay that's fine at least there are no people there and then you get the one <laughs> from later in the, in the movie in the arena and i was like oh no this is bad now yeah we all know what's happening here it's fine if you just like make those flashbacks start with him without his armor lying down in the de desert sun and then he gets captured by the tuscan raiders that's oh, that's fine yeah, that like that's perfect. removes 10% or 10 to 20% of what i don't like about this episode yeah this this episode should have started with him pushing like punching his way out of the sand 
then getting like robbed by the Jawas and captured by by the Tuscan Raiders, that would have been perfect. I think that that would have actually angered more fans because the of the fans who want to see the Sarlacc pit, which are a contingent, I think that would have really pissed them off because you just allude to it and then don't show it. It's kind of like uh, you're showing them the carrot and then eating it right in front of their face. I think there's more mystery involved around where he is and just like he's lying in the desert sand, armorless. I don't know. I like more mystery. I just like, especially with things like fantasy, obviously, it's just some things are just better left on set or unshown. Yeah, I, I think specifically the shots from the prequels were so unnecessary. Just focus on grown up Boba. Yeah. Who cares about little kid Boba? Seriously, <laughs> I definitely don't. <laughs> but so what what do you think is going to happen next what do you think now now after this very weird first episode what do you think or hope for the second i think we're going to build on the conflict with the mayor they're going to obviously torture or, or somehow get information out of this assassin and i think it's going to be the mayor who hired them or the the owner of that casino and i think maybe the owner of the casino is are is in cahoots with the mayor or something to to conspire against him i think boba is going to start to f- solidify his ranks to inc- recruit more people i don't think we'll get the tuscan raiders yet i think we'll get them later i think we'll also obviously get flashbacks because clearly boba's recovering from some injury i don't know if that's just from him being in the sand for, for so long or in the desert for so long, or what's going on there. But I think that we'll he'll go back to the back to tank and we'll get his journey of redemption with the Tuscan Raiders. He'll start to gain their favor, learn their ways, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I believe that's sort of where we're going in this next episode. How about you? Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think he'll develop more of a... Uh, relationship with the youngling in the Tuscan of the Tuscan Raiders uh, and like earn the respect of the village. I really hope he does some headhunting uh, or rather recruiting uh, and uh, you know gets get some more people on his side. He did he did say no torture. He doesn't torture, but maybe he says if like the, my guards do it, it's technically not me. But I may, may we'll see how uh, how that goes. But definitely something with that assassin and hopefully quicker pacing yeah i wonder if we're, i think we're not going to get quicker pacing especially in the flashbacks yeah um i think also so. because yeah i think that's just going to be the tone of the show especially with the flashbacks i think in in the present day it should be more okay but i mean it, i think the pacing was honestly fine for the present day stuff i think it's just because it was it was sandwiched between very very slow stuff in the mm. in the flashbacks it just kind of felt suffocating or not felt suffocating felt like it dragged but for the most part i think the present day stuff was fine one thing that i would love to see in in tandem with him recruiting for more people i want like a fennec shand training so- like montage or segment oh, where you yeah. have fennec tra- training all these people to be badass because mm-hmm. she is the badass of the most badass so or I wonder, no, at some point we'll get like a battle scene with Fennec with her sniper rifle and actually armed and stuff. So mm. that'll be so fun. Maybe she will, uh, you know, assassinate the mayor or something. That'd be so cool. 
Well, if you think about it, like, I wonder, so he says at one point, I don't want to, uh, or I'm not going to rule with fear, I'll rule with respect, yeah. right? And Fennec retorts, sometimes fear is more convenient or, some, or is better or a better option, something like that. I forget exactly what she says. I wonder if she's foreshadowing with that comment about their fear being a good option. And I wonder if he'll switch his mind at some point and turn on the fear button. And now then all hell will break loose. I don't think that'll be next episode, but maybe at some point. That'll be fun to see. Yeah, it was. it's very interesting that we got two kind of points of, not conflict, but disagreement between Boba and Fennec. One with the Gomorgan guards and one with, uh, you know, respect and fear. So that, that I think that's fascinating to see. Okay, will there actually be a conflict between the two of them? Or are they, you know... How is that going to evolve? But we, I guess we'll find out next time in Book of Boba. And so, yeah, we're talking about a new show in a kind of a different format. Um, but, you know, if you've listened so far and you've you've liked what you heard uh, and you want to support us, Rashad, how can people do that? Five-star rating, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to get in touch... Seriallyhook.com, all of our contact information is there. Twitter, email, contact form. Chris's personal telephone number, if you want to call him. All of the above. Carrier pigeon, postbox. What else is there? Fax? Is that still <laughs> I was just thinking, what else is there? Damn it. It's parchment? Scroll? Yes, all of the above. Anyway, let us know. <laughs> Reach out. And we'd love to hear from you. But do you have more? No. Transition. Okay. <laughs> Just before you ruin my transition again. What do you call not what the opposite of a flashback? Um uh, something that previews the future. What's the word? A, a teaser? No, not a teaser. This is the word for this. There's like foreshadowing. An actual foreshadowing. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to our new newish format of the weekly hook, not the weekly hook, the serially hooks or Star Wars. <laughs> do you want to do that again? <laughs> no, just cut that entire thing. <laughs>